Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. We continue to celebrate the 20th season of Red Barn Radio, and tonight, guess what? We welcome you to show number 767. <clears throat> Our guest this week is Roland Rust, a band that we've enjoyed following this year since they were first in touch. James Van Dusen, who writes songs and fronts the band, is from the foothills of central New York. James writes folk songs that speak directly to the trials of the human condition. In his most recent work, James responds to the loneliness brought by the pandemic in a way that somehow feels uplifting in its introspection. The three-piece Americana band has been playing together on and off since they were teenagers, crafting a unique sound that could only be formed by such long-lasting friendship. Welcome, Roland Russ, to Red Barn Radio.
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development advocacy and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We are so excited to have Roland Rust with us tonight on Red Barn Radio. You are going to enjoy the cool sound this three-piece band of friends brings to the stage. And tonight you're going to be getting an exclusive listen to songs from their first studio album. Set to release maybe already, if not in the very soon future. Oh, I like that phrase, the very soon future. The Roland Rust is actually a retrofitted school bus, and the guys who ride it are Jim Hearn on lead guitar, Kyle Dennis playing the drums, and James Van Dusen singing lead vocals, playing acoustic guitar and harmonica. Welcome, Roland Rust, to the Red Barn stage. Stay clean. Her beat up blue eyes couldn't trust anything. Cute like a hippie, coming smelling like fire. Sometimes a little, sometimes a whole lot. Well, I laughed cause I knew I fell in love once. She caught me off guard on the back of a blunt. You know, Kentucky, bathrooms are blue. To hide from your pains Those beater blue eyes They could not handle the night Well I heard from the streets Don't you trust anything No There's a gear in my clock home. 
in the backwoods to Stilton, Kentucky But they'll legalize anything if you show them the money I lay off cause I know I'll be there again There's something inside me just waiting for it We know in Kentucky The bathrooms are blue To hide from your veins Those speed up blue eyes couldn't handle the night well, I heard from the streets, don't you trust anything? In the old Kentucky, the sidewalks they crack at the side of the sin. I'm just passing on through where the bathrooms are blue. I heard from the streets, don't you trust anything? Our guest this evening on Red Barn Radio is Roland Rust. They rolled in from central New York. It's Kyle Dennis who is back there on the drums, and Jim Hearn is over there playing lead guitar. And then Jim Van Dusen, who is the singer and also the songwriter, I, I think, of the majority of these tunes. My impression is that you guys arrange the tunes together, mm-hmm. but that you bring Jim the tunes to the band. and Yeah. That's, it's funny Set them loose we, that way. Yeah, we didn't really have a process for songwriting per se. We just got together and I said, here's, here's this uh, song. And they started playing it with me. And then um, it wasn't soon <coughs> after where I was like, hey, here's this whole packet. And I brought to them a packet of 15 songs. And we learned those over the course of a few months. And then came packet two. <laughs> uh-huh. So we had <laughs> enough to play some shows. And um, eventually I posed the question if they wanted to quit their jobs and start traveling with me and I was lucky enough that they said yes well that's cool Jim Hearn on lead guitar over there did you always grow up playing guitar oh uh, yeah I've been playing since I was younger and actually me and Kyle on the drums back there have been playing in my basement since we were little kids really yeah Led Zeppelin covers and some Grateful Dead <laughs> and all that kind of stuff yes and then we met Jimmy we me and Kyle have known each other forever and then we met Jimmy when we got to like seventh or eighth grade <laughs> and so we, you, when you were bigger, still. and right. we would we would play uh, we'd play guitar in the hallways before school started and st- stuff like that. And come on, and, and this was in here. Cortland. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, Cortland High, Cortland High School. Ha. I was running on, running now, scanning faces in a media town. They were all the same, checking on every account in the name. Fell like a fish in a big bowl of booze Swimming in circles, baby, all around you Couldn't make me a meal If I gave you a list for the store You were looking for the sunset You were looking for someone I do not know You were asking quick for change When you know I'm not the same anymore Shaky hands and the zip don't zip You're trying it on but the jacket don't fit You're alone out there Even when you're all bundled up Love is a feeling that lasts for the year 
Lifetime of seasons and familiar fear. Once you got what you need, you tricked into wanting something more. You were looking for that cold out there. What's wrong with growing old and good enough? You were asking all your questions when the answer wasn't really all that tough. Oh no. Tell people about Cortland. It's a quaint little town. It's, it's big enough. It's got everything you want, nothing you don't. It reminds me a lot of Appalachia, you know? Beautiful landscape, lakes, mountains, all that good stuff. So Yeah, it really yeah. doesn't feel dissimilar to Kentucky, but in, a, in, a, in the small town we grew up in, we didn't feel like we f uh, kind of fit into the conventional like music education, so we would skip around from hallway to hallway until we got kicked <laughs> out, and then we'd go to the stairways, and then we'd get kicked out with our guitars, and then we'd go outside and get kicked out of there. <laughs> so from what I understand now, the, the same high school has a modern music program, and they kind of um, built it ar around what we were doing then and when we were getting kicked out of there, so th that's really great to hear that they, they found a place for kids like us. The town, though, has a college. You have a SUNY school there, right? We do, yeah. It rolls off my tongue. SUNY Cortland, it's it. physical education. Yeah, yeah it's the State a, University yeah. of New York. That's yes, a, right. And there's a bunch of SUNY schools. I don't. They're know all over there. the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cortland's kind of a, a place where it's like, um, there's a lot going on at the college, and that kind of, you know, it's like the social scene of Cortland is built around um, the drinking scene of Cortland State. So it's like. <laughs> oh sure. But now it's starting to change into this like more with the, with the help of some. Um, local kind of heroes in my eyes that the, the um, music scene is starting to build quite a bit and the art scene is starting to build quite a bit and uh, there's all sorts of little events like Porch Fest and what's that Cortland Main Street? Main oh yeah Main Street, Street Music Series, series. Yep. yeah that's a that's a big one yeah we, uh, uh -huh. Seed Stock is another one yeah. so they're starting to bring uh -huh. these things together in uh, a really wonderful way so there's lots of stuff going on there and also growing up there you're kind of like 
oh, the college kids are back. It's, it's just the same thing with a tourist town, how you're like, oh, the tourists are back, but thank God they are. <laughs> you uh. know what I mean? Because it, you know, it gives a lot of jobs out. And um, yeah, it's just a, a bunch of people that are working hard. Yeah. Don't call, she said. Don't call, she said. Don't call, she said. It's far too cold out there, she said to me, my darling. Please don't go. It's my blood, I said. It's my blood, I said. It's my blood, you know, the highway, how she floods. Will I be back again, my darling? I'm going now so I can say I'm gone. Cause you know better than most I'm not home until I make it on my own Cause you know better than most I'm not home until I show them all you know This town I said This town I said This town we need something to be proud of Gonna make my mom some money. I'm gonna buy my dad a car, no rolling rut. I'm gonna find myself some people. I'm gonna show them they're still part of me I love. Cause you know better than most. I'm not home until I make it on my own. Cause you know better than most I'm not home until I show them all you
So my dad was a mechanic. Uh -huh. um, he lived primarily in Ithaca in his childhood. Um, moved to Cortland, worked at a car dealership there. Owned a few repair shops himself. Though that's kind of what brought them all. My mom was up, up North State. She came down and, and met my dad. And huh. lovely things happened, and here I am. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the very best thing that happened. <laughs> what about you, Jim? Uh, so my dad was actually a professor at the college. He was a sociology professor. Uh -huh. And my mom came to Cortland uh, to go to college there. So the college was beneficial for me being in Cortland. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she was up from the Adirondacks too and ended up down in Cortland. So you graduate high school and you're kind of just on your own and a lot of, you know, it's not, it's, there's not like quite the, or at the time, I guess, rather when we were graduating, um, there wasn't, at least not to my knowledge, there wasn't much of a like where to go next. You just kind of walked out the door and, you know, college was on some people's minds and then the rest of everyone else just went right back into the working class. Yeah, what about you guys? Was it on your minds? Did you guys do college? It wasn't. I followed him up and went <coughs> for a couple of months, stopped doing the whole college thing. I don't know what I would have done if I if I kept at it because I'd rather be doing this. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could have wasted some time. Who knows? So you felt for a long time, Kyle, you were destined to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if it would be possible to do so, but so far so good. Yeah, that's what I've always wanted to do huh. for sure. I bought a ticket and a bottle of tequila. Reason to go and a reason to stay. My hope, these bloodshot eyes could use a good reason to hope in a day. I met a good man who lived inside the Bible. Asked him for help and a reason to live. He said he only got one as much as I remember. If that ain't a reason, I don't know what is. Now I've got all of California in my rear view. I got Colorado weed inside my glove box. I got that Arizona sunset Polaroid got me home. Never needed a good reason.
inside my pocket I've got that Arizona sunset Hold on, Lord, you got me home Never needed a good reason to go Never needed a good reason to go home no. Never needed a Do you ever go by James? It depends on how no. close I am in proximity to Jimmy. And if he's going by Jim that day, then I'm, I could be James or Jimmy. And if I'm going by James, then he's Jim or Jimmy usually. Did you say that all over again? Yeah, I should say it faster. What did your parents do in, uh, in Cortland? Well, my dad was an electrician, and he was also the owner of a music store for a little while. He's like a business-oriented person. That's probably where I get the, the same affiliation or affinity for it, rather. Uh -huh. um, just trying to build something out of nothing. And he, he did that a few times. He had a couple businesses. He was an electrician. And then my mom was a secretary right out of college. And um, she's been doing that ever since. She works at Lemoyne College in Syracuse. Tell me about the music store that your dad had. He got a grant to open up a music store. And um, he got that in 2008 during the housing market crash. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it was kind of a rough time to start a business. He did that for a while, and that was really great. Basically, I was I was very, very supportive in my decision to play music. It was a tiny little store um, right downtown Main Street, <coughs> Cortland. He had a bunch of guitars. He sold drum stuff. He just tried to get into anything musical at all. They had lessons out of there at one point, and um, he even had an open mic night at one point. He wanted to be very like nice. a he wanted to do everything with it, and it was a very small space. So I think it was successful in, in that way. Yeah, yeah. So it became a little bit of a community thing. Yeah, I think every that's like a Cortland thing. Like everyone tries to make a community thing out of something that wasn't there, and um, it's sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And huh. the music store got to be kind of a thing that he just, you know, it was time, and then he stopped doing that, and now he's retired and hanging out and playing guitar. You said you have an affinity for business. You said an affinity for business, sort of like you like the idea of building something out of nothing. The show is kind of the reward for all the work we do. It's like we're, we, um, I know a handful of soft, different softwares and stuff like that, so we have graphic design going on all the time. My girlfriend, Rebecca, runs sound and um, does a lot of the booking and the managing. Everyone in the band has got a new job at some point in it, and it's like it's a, it's a well-oiled machine at this point, and we're all learning sound and all sorts of things. It's, it's really, really crazy, and it's, it's a full-time, all-the-time endeavor just like any startup business is well it's great i mean it sounds like you're all really motivated to oh, yeah. to make this more than just a music project you want to make it a, oh, yeah. a, a business entity it feels like we're on a rowboat with a, a bucket sometimes <laughs> and uh, we're just kind of as the water's filling up we're just kind of trying to keep going has <laughs> open white i live in dark and Stars were dim over Baltimore. A man with no coat standing in the cold. Well, I knew I was low, I'd been there before. It's alright to get lonely. Be alone. 
you can hear them. We're all singing the same songs. I told you I loved you for the first time. We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. And we'll be singing aloud again. Cause I've been there before. And it's alright to get lonely. You'd rather be alone You close your eyes You can hear They're all singing the same song We're all singing the same song Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. You got through your Kickstarter and you got up to $20,000 and $500. Well, we ran out really quick. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Omaha, Nebraska to a studio called Another Recording Company. I went there for my first record, and I, I had met a guy at a bar that he really liked a song that I wrote, and he said he, could, he would take me anywhere in the country. I was in South Lake Tahoe, so I was lucky to be around the people that could do that. I opened up my favorite record. It was a Connor Oberst record called Ruminations, and it was recorded at ARC. So I called up the studio, and I had no idea, I didn't even know where to start, but I was like, hey, I've, I'm young and I've never written uh, an album and I'd like to do it here. I don't have a lot of leverage. I don't have a lot of money. And I met a guy named Ben Brodin. He's a producer that works there close with Mike Mogus. Uh, he's a player in the band Bright Eyes. And Ben kind of took me under his wing and I learned a lot about recording. If I have another drink, don't go look at me that way. It's not because I'm shaking, it's the hands I've got to shake if I try to get it out. I'm just telling you my fears. Who has time for that kind of talk around here? If I'm looking harsh to you, those are just my onion eyes. Oh, they're blinded by the moon, blinded by the If I tell you I'm okay, don't believe a word I say. I could break right down and laugh right out. You'll never know me, babe, if I scream and I shout. Like my daddy taught me to, leaving me ashamed that I lost in the feeling of blue. If I'm looking harsh to you, those are just my onion eyes. Oh, they are blinded by the moon. Blinded by the night 
buy for you. I was told by a man, it's what real men do. If it's something you need, then you need it for me. Don't go make me cry. I was born a blue sea. If I tell you the truth, some are born like rock, some are born with skin. Layers of life, me and tough as silk, and I break like glass. If I tell the truth, I'm nothing like him. If I'm looking harsh to you, those are just my onion eyes. Oh, they're blinded by the moon, blinded by the night. If I'm looking harsh to you, those are still my daddy's eyes. So they're blinded by the moon, blinded by the night. Oh, 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 was my first it yeah. was like my solo record and um i had no idea it was in omaha i found that out after i had already said <laughs> yes to Whoops. it so i drove from california with that that guy his name was dustin and him and i drove out in a a car that i bought that day and um <laughs> we just kind of hucked it <laughs> drove to omaha nebraska and i had all these memories that meant so much to me and it was really important to me the second time yeah. around that i got to show ben everything i learned what happened in the course of recording all these new tunes in that studio was a, a great experience oh, and it was a dream come true so when we got there uh a big thing we wanted to do was make it because we only we're just a three piece and we wanted this album to come out sounding like the product that you're going to hear if you come to a show we don't have a bass player at the moment we don't have a b3 player or lap steel but uh ben was really conscious about us wanting to keep the sound of our songs as that sound so it's like he uh put really nice accompaniments on top of it you get like extra stuff because we're in the studio so of course you want the lap steel or the b3 on there yeah but he did it and really tastefully huh mm -hmm. and there was so a lot of trust instilled in him because the first record i went there and i said i have an acoustic guitar and i wrote these songs and i he's like what key and i was like i don't know he's like what are the what's the time signature and i was like i don't know so there was things that i wanted to tell him the second time that i had knew like i i know now which I still didn't know any of those things. As J Jimmy just told me when I was doing it, so did Kyle. <laughs> ben basically just, we said, we want you to add bass and anything else would be great. We're going to have a bass player, so that, that's important that this is the template for the person that we're going to um, find along the way. He just, in a very small way, helped us, well, and now kind of a huge way, he helped us produce the songs to a point where they're more radio ready. And then all of us, we, we had already done our part writing our pieces to the songs. Jimmy does a wonderful job playing off what I do over here, and then Kyle obviously playing drums fills it up, but we still are missing the bass, you know, the low end, so we added that. Describe the profile of that fourth person who would come into your band. Well, they gotta be special, because it's another mouth to feed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we really gotta like them. Uh, ba basic yeah. Basically, um, if they can play bass and they wanna live in a school bus, they're in. Yeah, that, that, the, <laughs> the, the bar's bar. pretty set. Like, we can work with anything. It's, just, we, it's, it's funny, because it's like, we're, we're looking for a bass player, but if they had other skills in social media and stuff like that, that would be great. But more so, they gotta be a good friend, because this whole band is like, 
I'm, I'm learning every single day with these guys, and I'm sure they are too, and the bass player really just needs to be an open mind. We just want them to be someone that we can live with, because that's, I mean, we're not just looking for a bass player, we're looking for a roommate for a lot of the time, a lot of the year. Well, I'm hoping for my favorite band back on New Year's Eve. Her fiddle met a banjo like a bluegrass symphony. Oh, she asked me where I went to school if I had a degree. Said it's good to have a backup plan in case this ain't your thing. Well, I heard it from the teachers and the ones who like to preach to me. I heard it from the drunk guy at the bar who can't keep shut, you see. I heard it from your waitress at the local taco shack. Said if you're gonna sing for money, you best have a backup plan. But I'd rather be broke than at a desk. Yeah, I'd rather have my dreams than dream about retirement. And if it's killing you that I don't have a backup plan, it's the same thing that I'm doing with a banjo in my hand. It's the same thing that I'm doing with a banjo in my hand. Oh.
you have new tunes you're mm -hmm. taking out on the road. Oh, yeah. When you get to the end of an evening, what is it that happens in a crowd that says to you, that's a song that really worked? If we say something or like tell a story and um, you can see a connection with the crowd, a lot of times in listening rooms, that, that's uh -huh. like kind of our vibe. If we can cultivate an emotional response, then we know we wrote the song well. Yeah, nice. You don't strike me as a band that's going to have people flooding the dance floor. Sometimes when we play the blues. Yeah? <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> and that song had got people up and going, and there's a couple others, but it's kind of like we, we kind of take them through a roller coaster.
I didn't even have the pressure to go to school for my parents. They were kind of like, what are you going to do? And um, mm -hmm. I decided to go to school, and I got a degree, and I um, went into architecture, and I, I did all that. I had a job, and I wore the sh button-up shirt and the nice pants and stuff. And I really remember what it felt like driving home on a Friday very, very distinctly, mm. listening to, like, uh, pop-punk music blaring. And it's not even the music I listened to. It just felt like freedom for a second. And a lot of these songs I write about kind of being an outcast and not fitting into, like, this societal norm. And sometimes we live in a school bus. Sometimes we've lived in vans. And since I've done music, I've learned that there's beauty outside of that. And there's also a living outside of that. It, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's bad. It's more dynamic. Not everyone's like me. Not everyone's going to live in a van. Not everyone's going to go off with their friends and play drums and stuff. Uh -huh. But um, for the people that don't want to do that, they have to have a moment where they just want to listen to a song, and I feel like that's that's why I write music, is if I can give someone uh, just a minute to kind of, you know, space out and, th and think about, like, freedom through my music. Some of the songs really feed into that, and some of those songs, some of the songs don't, but either way, that's what music does for me sometimes, so it did for me a lot during that time, so. Right. If I can give someone that, that that's like, a, that's a gift. Crust to the ground 
good excuse to call you up. You can use that gun to fix up what I've done. to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. 
Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for our program. First, Roland Rust, our guest this evening. And you know what? We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations in media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now, folks, once again, please welcome back Roland Rust to the Red Barn stage for one more number.
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style, the best music from the roots of the South, and sharing this music with the world. <laughs> 